You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening. Alaska State Troopers say a man was killed Friday in a snow machine crash on the Denali Highway. AST saying a satellite communications device alerted them of a collision where one snow machine collided into the back of another one, causing that second snow machine to land on top of 70-year-old Glenn Cantor of Bend, Oregon. Troopers say the men driving the snow machines were part of a larger group. Life-saving measures were attempted on scene, and Cantor was later declared dead. No other injuries were reported. Cantor's body was sent to the state medical examiner's office for an autopsy. High winds are on their way to Anchorage as a special weather statement was issued hours ago. Meteorologist Christina Campbell is here with us now to talk about what's in store. Christina. Yes, Joe, the National Weather Service did issue a special weather statement today for some gusty winds and uh, heavy rainfall headed our way into the Anchorage and Matsu area. Right now, it's, you might say it's calm before the storm. We are, however, going to see a little bit of uh, the mixture of freezing rain possible tonight and then the winds beginning tomorrow and really uh, kicking out Monday night into Tuesday. So this gives you a little bit of warning, forewarning to secure loose belongings. Temperatures are still very much on the mild side and above freezing. So if we do get any of that precipitation tonight, it will fall in the form of freezing rain. 36 at Campbell Creek and above freezing elsewhere. Uh, also, across the south-central region, you can see the moisture already starting to flow into the south-central region, and temperatures across the entire south-central are above freezing. Here's a look at the highs for today. Some spots even topped out into the 40s, and we will continue to see... 40-degree uh, temperatures as the moisture moves in and those southeast winds, which really warm things up, move in. So we'll start to see rain and gusty winds could get as high as 75 miles per hour on the hillside and through Turnigan Arm Monday night into Tuesday. I'll let you know how long these winds will stick around and give you more details in the full weather forecast. All right, we look forward to that. Thank you so much, Christina. Two police officers and a paramedic were shot and killed in Burnsville, that's south of downtown Minneapolis, this morning. Authorities saying the man who shot them is also dead. The Associated, the Associated Press reporting that a third officer was injured at a suburban Minneapolis home in exchange of gunfire while responding to a call involving an armed man who had barricaded himself inside with family. The shooting in Burnsville claimed the lives of two 27-year-old officers and a 40-year-old first responder. Seven children were inside the home, and officials say the family was able to leave that home safely. The city of Burnsville said a police sergeant was hospitalized with what are believed to be non-life-threatening injuries. 34 Senate contests will be on the ballot in November. For Democrats, it could be an uphill battle to keep control of the U.S. Senate. We hear from John Decker, who has more about this from Washington. 
With less than nine months to go until Election Day, Republicans are feeling very confident about their prospects for taking back control of the U.S. Senate. Although Democrats currently control the Senate 51-49, they'll be defending two-thirds of the seats up for election. The big targets for Republicans, the Senate seats currently held by Montana's John Tester, who's running for a fourth term, and Ohio's Sherrod Brown, who has held his seat since 2007. Democrats are playing defense, not just in states that Donald Trump won in 2020 in that presidential election, Montana and Ohio. They're also on defense in a whole number of states that were very close at the presidential level, both in 2016 and 2020, and perhaps even a few states that Republicans have done well with candidate recruitment uh, that won't be competitive at the presidential level. Democrats are already preparing for a loss in West Virginia, a state Donald Trump won by almost 39 points in 2020. Joe Manchin is retiring, paving the way for a Republican gain in November. The one potential gain for Democrats is in Texas, where Senator Ted Cruz is running for his third six-year term and locked in a tight race against Congressman Colin Allred. Texas has trended toward Democrats' direction over the last decade, not as quickly as some Democrats would have hoped, but they've got a good candidate there in Congressman Colin Allred. A big wild card in the 2024 election cycle is the issue of abortion, which energized Democratic voters in the 2022 midterms. Another wild card is whether President Biden and former President Trump, the likely Republican nominee, will be a drag on Senate candidates in key battleground states, including Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. At the White House, I'm John Decker. Back here in Anchorage, it was a boat for everybody's taste today at the Dedina Center in Anchorage where there was even some boating safety swag. As Lexi Elverton joins us now with what is the last boat show of the event of the weekend. And Lex, this has been going on for 15 years and is drawing vendors across the state, right? Joe, you'd probably be shocked at the size of some of the boats at this show. The director of the show telling me it has the biggest boats presented in Alaska. He says it's not just about the boats, but also about outdoor recreational gear, fishing gear, ATVs, other vehicles, and more. According to Mark Weisler, the Anchorage Boat Show director, the show has grown considerably over time, bringing in new boaters and enthusiasm to people in the city and across Alaska. He says although the industry is still recovering from COVID, Consumers are seeing boating as a way to socially distance themselves. He says many, if not all, spots where boats dock in harbors in Alaska are sold out because of that. Weisler maintains their boat show has created an even greater desire for boating, especially as an option for families. Boating is excellent for the economy and it's excellent for the small towns that service uh, the, the boating enthusiasts. You know, boating is a passion and the, uh, the boater will eventually realize that they need a vacuum sealer, that they need custom lures, that they, they need those electric reels. And uh, it, it is something that is, is very much uh, a passion sport. There's still time to check out the boat show at the Denina Center. General admission is $10 and children under 10 are free. That's going on until 7 p.m. Joe? All right, thanks, Lex. You've been listening to the Alaska's News Source podcast. Subscribe to have the latest episodes delivered to your library automatically.